Hey! No, don't do that. I know that's going on. No, fuck it. Keep it going. Keep going. Keep oh, recording. Oh, okay. This is it. This is the Wicked Good Show. Welcome back. Hey. Part two of our rest of 2019 preview. I am your host, Dylan. I'm here with my comrade, my buddy, me amigo, my pal, uh, Brian. Say hi to the people. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I'm doing good. Um, very excited for today's episode, probably even more so than last week's episode, because we had a lot of uh, cool new news come out this week between like D23 and just a lot of other trailers dropping. Um, we have the rest of 2019, which I think is by far the stronger half mm-hmm. of uh, these two-part episodes. I'm fired up, Brian. I'm good to go. I'm ready to go. I got my little rum and coke here. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited as well. Um, as you said, a lot of new news. We could literally be recording this until next week. Until the show is supposed to come out. This is going to be a long boy. So let's uh, let's just get right into it. Brian, D23 happened. Yes. It, last, it, last week. A lot of news. Um, man, <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a big week for news. Uh, we texted... We texted yesterday. I was like, Brian, this has probably been like, I can't remember like a week that just had this much shit drop. Like just so many properties that we cared about. And man, what a big week. First off, we obviously had the, uh, I guess you can call it a trailer. It's more of like a, um, like, it's a trailer. Let's just call it a trailer. I think whatever they called it, it was like a behind behind the scenes look. That wasn't really what it was at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Brian, how'd you feel about the new Star Wars trailer? the the very new actual proper star wars trailer correct not the mandalorian um i liked it a lot i was pretty hyped honestly um uh, episode eight are on record as not being the biggest fans of so it's important that they nail this one and i'm keeping my hope alive you know what what did you think about it uh i'm actually i cannot be more upset i i I have even higher expectations for this movie oh all right that's good i Um, thought you were gonna say the opposite and like you hate it now like no yeah no i thought you would be a little more upbeat no i'm I'm now like i'm i'm all in on star wars even Mm -hmm. after like i I just watched the trailer again before we came on here and like Mm -hmm. i was kind of getting teared to my i love the whole um the whole history of of star wars the very beginning of the trailer going through all the movies and then we it cuts the ray, and now man, it's just I can't wait. I'm if I was at I was at maybe like a six or a seven mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the hype of this movie. I'm now probably at like a nine or a ten. Nice. I'm like I'm really yeah I'm fired up. I think it looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, I we talked about it before here. I think that whole thing with Ray and the red lightsaber. A lot of people are just ruling. I'll be like, oh, that's a dream sequence. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be like her in the in the cave, just like Luke again. Mm-hmm. Um, I disagree. I think I think that that's purpose purposeful misdirection by them because i think that that's gonna be the first thing everybody's gonna come to him and say like hey this is clearly a dream clearly in the cave right uh, um that that's what it's gonna be and i really i don't think that they put that in the trailer if that was the case mm-hmm. i think that this i think we may be seeing something uh a, a big twist when it just came before everybody and i don't think everybody realized it we can probably talk about this i think we could do maybe like a, a uh the week before Star Wars comes out, do like a preview, mm-hmm. maybe a recap of uh, of all the Star Wars movies before that. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think we can probably dive into a spoiler portion of that to at least what I think is a spoiler. Mm-hmm. What I think is going to happen. Right. Uh, but yeah, it looks great. I'm I'm what Star Wars is. I think this could potentially be the biggest year for Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, because after that we got the Mandalorian trailer. Yeah, which I was actually super high on. I think it looks amazing. What did you, What did you think about it? 
I agree. Uh, I'm glad we finally got something since it only comes out in like two months. Yeah, it's very close. I guess they were waiting for D3 to be like, hey, you, you're going to want Disney Plus because here's everything coming out uh, on it. If I didn't have a choice before, I certainly don't have a choice now no, because yeah. uh, I, I might just buy the yearly subscription, which mm-hmm. I think you lunatic if you do that for anything. But yeah, I might just <laughs> buy the yearly subscription because Mandalorian looks awesome. Yeah. That's, that's the only that's that's every time somebody asks me how it looks i'm just like it looks fucking awesome mm-hmm. there's uh, i love how you don't see uh the mandalorian's face our boy over martel i love that mm-hmm. i hope it's kind of like a judge dread type thing where like that you just don't see his face ever yeah and maybe he takes it off maybe maybe he's that pick face guy from uh the <laughs> Mos Eisley cantina but uh yeah it looks awesome this is uh i if i would if, if this previous star wars trail the one we just discussed didn't hype me up as much uh, I think that I would be like I think I'm more looking forward to the Mandalorian than Star Wars, but this is right there. Yeah. Star Wars is like is like one A. This is one B. This is, I think this looks awesome. Mm, I, I agree. I love the more like underbelly side of Star Wars that they've started to explore in um, yeah. Rogue, Rogue One and Solo a little bit, and I I just want more of that. Like obviously, I love the whole storyline with Jedi's and Skywalker's. It's cool. Um, but we got, we definitely like, we got to see the Jedi order in their prime in the prequels. I want to, I want to know what's happening to the day-to-day lives of like an average person in this universe. Yeah, I agree. I think this is, this is the type of property that I think every, every lifelong Star Wars fan has been waiting for. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think that we're tired of the Skywalker saga. I'm certainly ready for it to end. Mm -hmm. And for, for kind of this exact reason, I'm ready to get into different properties. And I, I, I think this is this this is a show that probably should have came out like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, this is kind of like I guess this is clearly why George Lucas sold Lucas film because he he didn't really either have think he had the budget to create a property like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a great move. I, this is this is something that we talk about replacing Game of Thrones. I think this is up there with The Witcher for me in terms of like mm-hmm. a fantasy sci-fi type show uh, that comes off as as realistic because this basically it seems like a more of a, like a western. Right. Yeah. Else. I think, uh, too, it's starting to fulfill the promise that uh, when Disney bought it and was like, oh, we're going to do all these movies, we're going to do that. It was like, yeah, that makes sense because Star Wars universe is infinitely big. You could do anything. You literally have endless possibilities. Yeah, but then they kind of were like, oh, well, we're still going to tell. We're not going to stray too far away from the main storyline. But now it's like, okay, now we are. And I think that's a great direction for them to go. They had to make sure they kept it on fucking Tatooine of all places. <laughs> you gotta go back to that fucking the, the, that planet. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm I'm hyped up. I think the cast is great. Uh, it's just uh, I'm I'm fired up. I feel like Chris Farley in that SNL skit when he's just like, "Hey, remember <laughs> remember when you were in Star Wars? That yeah. was awesome." Because like I'm just like I am blown away. I I just watched both trailers before I came on, and like they just look so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like it just awesome. looks like. They really sold this on the concept rather than the star power, like you said, without Pedro Pascal being shown. But also Bill Burr, I would say he's one of the biggest comedians in the world right now and a selling point in and of himself. And they didn't they showed the back of his head. That's it. Yeah, it's I I, I agree. There's I, there, this show has so much potential. Mm-hmm. Honestly, uh, this is the type of thing that it's like it's super hard to fuck up. Like it's super hard for Disney right. to fuck. this is like star wars should really be like pizza at this point other Mm -hmm. than the last jedi it should be too hard to fuck up because especially once you stray away from the skywalker the skywalker Mm -hmm. saga it's really hard to not please people we saw with rogue Mm -hmm. one i and but rogue one was a was a phenomenal movie it's uh top four star wars for me Mm -hmm. um 
Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. I, I was getting Disney Plus before, but I'm sure it's fucking now. This is something oh, yeah. sealed this, the deal. Which I think is it's different. Is that I'm other than Game of Thrones, I don't think I've ever really been hyped for a show like I would be a movie. Mm-hmm. Like when you're anticipating this movie this whole time. But uh, the Mandalorian, and maybe it pays tribute to like how little they've shown us. Mm-hmm. This is really the first like really full trailer we've gotten. Um, I'm now I'm like I'm counting down the days. Yeah, I think, and of course, like you said, it's hard to get hyped for a show before you see it. But I guess this is the rare instance where it's like, well, I kind of know what they're going to do somewhat because of the movies. But uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm afraid for Netflix, honestly. Uh, If you're invested in Netflix, I would sell now. I mean, it, it seems like, uh, I mean, we have a few movies that we're going to talk about later mm. that are coming in from Disney Plus, but it seems like Netflix is probably really hunkering down more on movies than anything else right now. Yeah. Uh, we we have we have uh, the Irishman, which we'll be talking about later, mm. that is going to be coming to Netflix. Um, I there's a couple of few a few other movies I'm, I'm drawing a blank on right now, but I know they have some big properties coming out. They have, I mean, talking about shows, Peaky Blinders, which I think is uh, probably. Well, we don't want to talk about underrated shows. I think Piggy Blinders is up there for like being mm-hmm. just like one of the most slept on shows in the world right now. And they have that coming back soon. I, and that has its fan base, but I think Netflix, I think Netflix would be okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, they're, they're losing all their, uh, they're, they're losing all their Disney properties and yeah. it's going to Disney plus. And I think that was probably the best thing about Netflix in terms of their movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Netflix would be okay, but yeah, Disney plus is, it's going to from day one, just take over. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of which kind of worries me. I, I'm, hoping there's, I'm hoping they're they're ready for uh, their servers, like their servers. Are prepared. <laughs> I do think that day one, people are gonna be fucking flooding Disney Plus. Yeah, I mean, you think they would be able to, but I also thought Blizzard would be prepared for World of Warcraft servers this week, and they were not. Shout out, uh, we get everything. Make sure you check out our YouTube page. Yeah, definitely check that out. All right, so. Um, what, what's up next? What's next on the agenda? So another thing that was revealed at uh, D23, we got a, a glimpse at a lot of uh, Marvel's future, especially in terms of the shows. Uh, Black Panther 2 was officially announced. Um, Very nice. Which is great. We also found out that Kit Harington, who uh, I really, really was hoping was going to be Wolverine, I thought that's like a perfect casting. Uh, we found out he's also going to be in the Eternals, so he's linking back up at Richard Madden. Uh, the mm-hmm. Stark brothers are together again. Um, riding, riding together once again. Yep. He's also uh, playing Black Knight. Well, two, uh, hilarious. The Eternals of Black Knight, two characters I really know nothing about. I first handedly. Straight um, up, I have never heard of Black Knight before. Honestly, I, yeah. and anyone who says like who's a casual fan is like, yeah, I've heard of them. They're a liar. Sure, have not. Like. Uh, Maybe like real big comic book nerds know who he is, but he's not like a power player in the cultural zeitgeist, you know. Yeah, uh, that that movie, I'm probably minimal hype for that. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's uh, I'll probably be more excited when it comes out. But like the Eternals, sure, if it's gonna somehow tie into all the other movies, great. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else did we get this week? We saw the Wandavision. We saw the posters for Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. which. Bucky Barnes has short hair. Now that was pretty much that poster. Mm. And Did we then get a we... confirmation on? Isn't Kurt Russell's son gonna be in it as that I... U.S. agent? That I do not know. That would be that would be news to me. Uh, Wyatt Russell is his name. Wyatt good actor. Russell. Yeah, he's really good in Black Mirror. He's good in Black Mirror. He was good in uh, Everybody Wants Some. Uh, Richard Richard Link Link Linklater. Uh, mm. 
Yeah, he is cast yeah. as U.S. agent for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Interesting. So. I like I, I like Wyatt Russell. He was also in Overlord. Yes. Came out last year that I thought was a kind of sort of slept on movie. I oh, I meant to see it and I did not see it. So I I need to do my Wyatt Russell homework before this comes out. And another another poster we got was the Black Widow poster, which is the next Marvel movie coming out mm-hmm. in May, I believe, May or April. And we saw David Harbour in his little super suit. Uh, we saw. Uh, What's his name? That's also in that show, or in that movie. Uh, Florence Pugh, mm. uh, who was in Midsommar, who is also in another movie we'll be talking about later. Uh, Florence Pugh is also in it. She was kind of the breakout star from Midsommar. Mm-hmm. And we obviously have Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Looks cool. Poster looks fine. It takes yeah. place after Civil War, I think it does. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, pause real quick. Dude, your chair is driving me nuts. Oh, uh, let me switch it up. All right, we're back, baby. Uh Shout out Brian Wong. He told us that he doesn't like the squeaky chairs. We resolved the squeaky chair <laughs> issue. I hope he's still listening because he'll probably laugh at that. <laughs> uh, yeah, black on to back back to Black Widow. Uh, I, I'm ex- I'm looking forward to this movie mainly because it, it's it, it's obviously linked into Marvel canon, and I'm mm-hmm. sure we'll get a, a post credit scene that will somehow introduce something else. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But I, it's something I'm only a little more hyped for because it's a it's a MCU movie. But I think maybe once we finally get a trailer. Uh, well, the hype will gain a little higher because yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a movie when I first heard I said sure and I, I, I don't know if this is going to be rated R but I think originally their hope was to make it rated R yeah. I doubt it since it's since Disney's stance on them rated R is kind of very sketchy right now mm. but sure Black Widow I, I mean I'll see it Thursday it comes out yeah it was like like uh, when you heard it announced you were like sure and then when you watched Endgame you were like sure what yep. <laughs> so yeah i mean we have a lot of questions that need answering before yep. we can really cast judgment on this but hey scarlett johansson has been awesome as black widow so i guess i'm happy that we'll be seeing her again agreed uh and then the, and the last thing i want to talk about before we get to our rest of 2019 preview the joker trailer Ooh, new, a new one came this out is, this is the best trailer this that came out this week interesting me. so let's I get it go Jump on it. Give us your thoughts. I think that, like we talked about last week, this is such like a non-win role because it's so hard to top Heath Ledger's portrayal and Jack Nicholson's portrayal. Other people do uh, say it was better, but uh, I think Joaquin Phoenix is going to be as good as both of them, if not maybe even a little bit better. And I think telling this interesting story of the Joker should be fun and dark and kind of what uh, the DC universe needs right now where it's everything's feeling a little stale and we're at like a point where things are getting rebooted and recast and but some stuff isn't getting recast and it's a very confusing time and we just this is kind of when Marvel was making their cinematic universe DC had they're at a fork in the road right they had the Dark Knight trilogy, three of the best superhero movies ever made. I'll say The Dark Knight is one of the best films, period, ever made. And they could have chased the Marvel dragon and make a connected universe, or they could have been like, well, that's nice, but fuck it. We care about making the best, most high-quality films rather than trying to just do what Marvel does. And I hoped that they were going to go that route, and they didn't, and it didn't pay off, and I... I'm hopeful now that this is kind of a reset for them and they're going back to being like, you know what? We're just going to fund 
the best films rather than like trying to do what Marvel's doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you really said it all. It's great to see DC kind of take this direction. It's going to be dark. It's going to be gritty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a lot. Of, I saw a lot of people saying that, you know, things like Batman vs Superman, though not a great movie, mm-hmm. they don't like how DC's dark, and I kind of disagree. That's I disagree too. I, it's one of the things I feel like DC has always been, but before really movie, the the live action movies came out, DC was always on top because mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Because even like the, the Batman animated series is regarded as one of the best shows ever. Yeah, I was about and to because say it was, that's dark as shit. It was it was dark. It was really it was shown for kids. It really wasn't all that for kids. I've gone back and watched it. I'm mm. like, holy shit! I can't believe some of the stuff they got in the way here. <laughs> it's th- that that my opinion. Other than the Dark Knight, if you want like a true to comic mm. adaptation, uh, the the Batman anime series is by far the way to go. It's 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 phenomenal. Mm. It's so good. But yeah, agreed. With the Joker, I I have other than probably Star Wars movie wise for the rest of the year. This is probably number two for me. It's this is this looks great i think phoenix is gonna be lights out we have mm-hmm. zazie beats in it uh de niro which is interesting then obviously we have scorsese producing mm-hmm. uh, yeah this is this is officially speaking of which if this was a oh, seven or eight this is now probably turned to like a nine or a ten mm-hmm. same as star wars this I'm is so excited dude oh my god same and i i just hope i feel like this is high risk high uh high reward mm-hmm. I, I I am obviously hoping it's it's high reward. Yeah. But I do feel like there is a chance that this is this could suck. Yeah. There's always Which, that lingering fear in the back of your mind, like what if this is awful? Yeah. It's like I I I, I am holding out hope that this is going to be phenomenal, and that's why I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that everything's kind of coming together. But I said the same thing about Batman vs Superman. This is actually a, the only thing that's similar about this. Is I can probably compare hype wise, where. The Joker is obviously the, in my, the best villain in in comics. Mm. Uh, that's yeah, that's very fair. He somehow has not managed to be like overused. Uh, some people can maybe say he he has been. I don't think he has. One of one of uh, actually our first little uh, friend dates, you and I was going to see the Killing Joke in theaters, and although oh, yeah. was... a arguably bad movie, I think we both enjoyed it. But it also I liked it. I mean, I don't. I know I didn't read the comic though. Yep. I don't know. It got shit. I think it had like a 30-something Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize until recently. I didn't hate it that much. Mm-hmm. But it, the Joker is still – this is probably going to be something that's closest to that too, I think, because we're getting the Joker's origins. I don't think this will be a canon movie we, mm-hmm. I think we talked about previously. I don't think that we'll see him go up against Rob Pattinson. But I'm very – I'm intrigued. I'm interested. I'm mm-hmm. excited. This, uh, this movie cannot come soon enough. This is a- – after it – this is the next. This is the next movie to look forward to, and uh, I'm fired up. Oh yeah, it, hell yeah. This dude. is. I'm really looking forward to talking about it. I think that it's just going to be a super different take on on, on the superhero genre. I I have it's um, full notch excited. This is I can't fucking wait. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, all right. So what is up next? All right, buddy. I say unless you got anything else, I'd say let's jump into our 2019 remaining preview. Part two. Yeah, let me think. I don't think there's anything pressing that I want to talk about it, so let's do it. Uh, I guess the only other thing we can bring up quickly is that Kevin Feige basically said that he knew the thing with the relationship with Spider-Man. Yeah, that's had. not like, true. Uh, fuck you, that's Kevin Feige. fucking lie. Why don't you get your shit together and get Spider-Man back? <laughs> don't give me that bullshit how you say that you that the guy who's replacing Tony Stark as the head of the Avengers, as the head of the MCU, was never really intended to be in the remaining movies. Fuck you. Yeah. Get get your shit together. You make billions a year. You do you really need to take half 
of a property that's not yours and you knew it wasn't yours to begin with mm -hmm. and you knew what you were doing making these movies, just take the fucking 5%. You're still the highest grossing movie company in the world. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, Kevin Feige. Get Spider-Man back. I don't want to hear yeah. that shit, how he was never intended to be in it. That's all That's all I have to say about that. Fuck you, Kevin Feige. Yeah. And it, it, it pains me to say that. I know, yeah. I mean, but I, when you, like, tweeted that at me, I was like, this is just a lie. Like, this is just obviously not true. Who, is he, who does he think he's fooling? No. Yeah. And it, shout out Brian Wong. His favorite superhero. Don't take away Brian yeah. Wong's favorite superhero. Don't do this to him. Yeah, you greedy fuck. Don't give him another Amazing Spider-Man series. It's not fair. All right. All right. I got that off my chest now. All right. I feel Actually, I feel relieved. <laughs> I forgot that. Ready to do the rest of the show now. All right, Brian. So first up, uh, last week we finished on the weekend of November 1st. So we are now starting back up, obviously, the weekend of November 8th. And this is a movie that has two stars <laughs> that I think are eventually going to get their due. Uh, that is Last Christmas, starring Amelia Clark and Henry Golding, mm. also featuring Emma Thompson. Uh, it's a Christmas movie, obviously. Kate, a young woman, subscribed to Bad Decisions, her late, her last date with Disaster. I didn't think that this was going to be like a question type uh, <laughs> thing that of having accepted to work as santa's elf for a department store however she meets tom there her life takes a turn her new turn for kate it seems too good to be true that was a terrible synopsis what the fuck was that um yeah amelia clark christmas movie she's working at a convenience store as an elf she meets henry golding mm -hmm. sweeps her off her feet this is basically like a reverse elf yeah uh without the musical and without uh, kind of the corniness mm -hmm. but this is a movie i'll probably see because this is really one of the only like true christmas movies coming out this year right. and i love amelia clark yeah, I mean, if you're not going to watch Hallmark movies, you know, that's about the only other option we get. Being directed by uh, Paul Feig, who did a simple who did a simple favor uh, this past year, which I actually did like. Mm -hmm. He's also done stinkers like fucking Ghostbusters, Spy. Mm -hmm. uh, he was... Uh, Bridesmaid director. That's probably where he rose to the most prominence. Yeah, Bridesmaids and... Uh, and a simple favor last year, which is actually a very underrated movie, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Other than that, Ghostbusters is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Spy, pretty bad, also. Yeah, uh, he's directed a couple episodes in The Office. So I, I, I'm certainly not seeing this movie just because of him. But that's a that's a named that's a named actor to talk about. And Emma Thompson also co-wrote this. Oh, very which cool. Is, uh, which is interesting. So I'm seeing because it it's a Christmas movie. Seems like a really good uh, rom-com date night type movie. Mm -hmm. And love Amelia Clark, like Henry Golding too, who was also in the Simple Favor. He's he's great, and obviously in Crazy Rich Asians. Right. Uh, next up, which is actually we were talking about uh, packed weekends. This is one of them. Uh, next up, which is also coming out November eighth, is Doctor Sleep, the sequel to The Shining. Uh, a movie, really, I hate to say, but who asked for this? Well, uh, that was definitely the reaction to the book too. Like Stephen <laughs> King, we didn't want this. Why? Years following the events of The Shining. A uh, now adult Dan Torrance meets a young girl with similar powers as his and tries to protect her from a cult known as the True Knot. I just have some read synopsis for this. Who prey, prey on children with powers to remain immortal. Directed by Mike Flanagan, obviously written by Stephen King based on the novel. Uh, um, starring Ewan McGregor, which is the biggest draw for this. Rebecca Ferguson uh, for Mission Impossible. And Jacob Tremblay. Uh, I don't know. I honestly have no idea how I feel about this. Uh, I think The Shining's a very, very good movie. It was scary when I first watched it. It's not a movie that I, I'm in love with. Mm -hmm. But 
this is probably a movie I'll end up seeing because I'm a movie guy and we have a podcast and I, I have James the A-list. <laughs> Just short uh, of being contractually obligated to see it. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I don't know. I could see this at home. Or I could see it in the theaters. Brian, how do you feel about it? Um, I'm not. I wasn't interested in the book. I'm not particularly interested in the movie. I just, it's, it's kind of, not a story that we needed a sequel to. Unless it's like, unless it's flawless. Unless it's got great right. reviews, and I'll, I'll definitely go see it the opening week, but I feel like we say that about most of these movies. Yeah, here. and I feel like a lot of people I know read Stephen King and are like really big fans of him, and no one has ever been like, yo, you gotta check out Dr. Sleep. I think Hugh McGregor is, is the, the big draw, too, because I feel like, you know, hopefully he wouldn't take a shitty movie. Mm. I feel like he's at the stage in his career where he doesn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll follow. We'll see how it does. Um, next up, same weekend, a very intriguing movie. You want to talk about intriguing? This is Honey Boy, which is written by Shia LaBeouf, also starring Shia LaBeouf mm -hmm. as his own dad. It's based on Shia LaBeouf's life. The actual synopsis is uh, from a screenplay by Shia LaBeouf based on his own experiences. Filmmaker Alma Harrell brings to life a young actor's story, stormy childhood and early adult years as he struggles to reconcile with his father and deal with his mental health. Mm -hmm. The trailer looks great. Lucas Hedges, one of the best young actors in Hollywood, is playing basically Shia LaBeouf. I know that he's called Shia LaBeouf in the movie. Yeah. Uh, he's called Otis. And then uh, Noah Jupe is playing the young Otis, who's basically supposed to be him during his, uh, like, even Steven's years and all that. And Shia LaBeouf, as we mentioned, playing his own his dad. Uh, very interesting. Mm -hmm. Very, very interesting movie to me. Because I... I always liked Shia LaBeouf. It kind of sucks when he fell off the scene. Yeah. I also thought it was a terrible cast in Indiana Jones, but right. love Shia LaBeouf before that. Inter very interesting to me. This is a movie I will probably see out of pure curiosity. Plus, Lu I think Lucas Hedges, Lucas Hedges is uh, kind of like every movie he's in is kind of must-watch now because mm -hmm. um, they're just always good. Right. I think I love Shia LaBeouf as well. I think, obviously, we both grew up with Ethan Stevens, so we're colored a little bit uh, by that. But I think he's a very interesting actor like he flirted with being a kind of traditional leading man for a few years in Hollywood and then kind of fell off but when he fell off he like started taking he, he did the thing that any actor should do and just start taking like challenging interesting roles and yep. I think you know this will be another challenging interesting role and potentially a movie you know and I I would more likely see this than any of the other ones coming out this weekend. Also, apparently only an hour and 33 minutes long, so Ooh, quick watch. Right. Um, oh, I'm definitely going to see it then. Uh, next up, same weekend, uh, we have Midway. Uh, it is a World War II battle porn movie. This is directed by Roland Emmerich. Uh, the story of the Battle of Midway told by the leaders and sailors who fought it. Also starring Patrick Wilson, Luke Evans, and Dennis Quaid. Buddy, I got a feeling this is going to suck. Yeah. But I love World War II. I, I love the Battle of Midway, which was one of the more notorious war movies that came out during like the, the uh, 50s, 60s, 70s type era. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. This is this seems like it's just going to be like a mindless war movie. I'm going to say pass. <laughs> I'm not even going to say if it has great <laughs> reviews, I'll see it. This is probably a pass for me. This is just like an action porn. I don't really need this. Yeah, the, the original is like a very... Uh... Role that Quentin Tarantino would have stuck Rick Dalton in, I feel like, in the background. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not too interested, and I haven't heard literally anything about it, which doesn't like, yeah. seem like it's going to be good in that case. 
Yeah, so we can we can we can just skip that. Yeah, there's also uh, a World War One movie with Benedict Cumberbatch that I also don't think looks that good. That's probably coming up. You will be getting to that yeah. later. Uh, the Wednesday after it looks like that is going to be released on. Speaking of Disney Plus, one of Disney Plus's first movies that comes out, and that is on November twelfth. And this is another Christmas movie, and that is Noel, which I think is probably the big brother to Last Christmas. This is starring Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader, mm-hmm. and as well as Billy Eichner. Uh, Bill Hader is hot as ever right now. Between mm-hmm. it, between Barry, which I've told you before mm-hmm. is the best show on TV, Anna Kendrick, who is just awesome and everything she's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a Disney Plus movie, as mentioned. Santa's daughter, Anna Kendrick, finds herself having to take over the family business. Mm-hmm. Uh, buddy, see it. I mean, Disney dude, Plus. it's going to be on my TV, like at home. Of course I'm going to see it. 100%. Yeah. So. It, I can pop it on November 12th. Mm-hmm. Uh, no questions asked. Just right? when it's starting to feel a little Christmassy. Before Thanksgiving, so it's a little like on the edge, but you know, sometimes yep. you just got to go for it. This is like the prime time for, for Christmas movies to come out, I guess, mm. because you want people to get into the Christmas mood. Right. They always do that weird thing when they have like that month turnaround where all of a sudden Noel is fucking streaming like the day of Christmas. <laughs> right. Which, well, actually, it starts streaming the day it comes out because it's on Disney+. Plus. Mm. But we'll get like last Christmas like available to buy in digital like on December 22nd. Yeah. Um, yep. All right. So see it for us. Uh, next up, which is that weekend of November 15th. A movie which I don't know. If, oh, so this is the this is when it's being released in theaters, but this movie will also be featured on Amazon Prime, and that is the report starring Adam Driver, Annette Bening, and John Hamm, uh, the idealistic Senate staffer Daniel J. Jones, who played by Adam Driver, tasked with his boss to lead an investigation into the CIA's post 9/11 detention interrogation program and uncovers shocking ev- secrets. Um, this is a see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this period of time, 9-11, all that really intrigues me. Mm-hmm. I, I will probably not see it in the theaters, but I will definitely see it when it comes out on Amazon Prime. Uh, Adam Driver, great actor. Mm-hmm. He was awesome. Black Black Klansman. Uh, see it for me, buddy. How about oh, yeah, you? definitely. I, <laughs> I was going to make a bad joke about them just monetizing everything from our childhood but uh, or remaking it. But no, uh, definitely, like you said, 9-11 is an intriguing topic, especially for us since we were, like, kids during it is uh probably one of the first big shared traumatic events in in our life so you know i think we're very fixated on that time people our age but uh yeah man i think this looks really good um i i, I love adam driver too i've i've liked him a lot since girls so i'm in uh also the same weekend is charlie's angels on the weekend of oh yeah it is <laughs> Directed by Elizabeth Banks, also written by Elizabeth Banks, mm-hmm. starring Naomi Scott, Kristen Stewart, Elizabeth Banks. Um, obviously a reboot to Charlie's Angels. A new generation of private detectives working for the mysterious Charlie. Buddy, I got a bad feeling. I got a feeling this is going to be a stinker. Listen, I, hope I'm, I hope I'm wrong. I will take the bullet and go see it because Jenny told me she wants to go see it. I mean, the other, in all fairness, the other Charlie Angels suck too, and I watched both of them several, numerous times, right, mainly right. because I was a young boy hitting puberty. Yeah, this but is appealing for reasons, you know. I, I think Kristen Stewart's a, a good actress. I think she, same mm-hmm. thing with Rob Pattinson. She gets a lot of shit for Twilight. Oh, yeah. Probably not rightfully so since that was like 20 years ago. Um, but Elizabeth Banks, who's a lot of fun, Naomi Scott, who's really good too. I don't know if I'll see it. I'll see yeah. it at some point. Probably not in the theaters. 
but uh, I'm I'm at least not completely out on it. But I do think that there's a high chance where this could suck. Yeah, and also people who judge them, fuck you guys. We gave Remy Malik an Oscar. You guys can forgive <laughs> Stewart and Patterson for yeah, those movies. Um, Dakota Fanning was also in them. So like, come on, guys. Uh, yeah, I think um, this has the potential to just be really god awful. Yep. Honest, honestly, I don't think it's a hot take to say best case it's an average film. I don't no, think this I, has no chance of being like awesome. This this movie has also been plugged before every movie I've seen at AMC <laughs> for the past like three months. Yeah, it's, maybe it's been doing the rounds. Uh, all right, next up, same weekend. This is a really our first heavy hitter Oscar hype movie, mm-hmm. and that is Ford versus Ferrari, uh, directed by James Mangold, who you would know from Logan. Uh, the wall he did the wolverine movie he also did night and day with tom cruise 310 to yuma mm-hmm. did walk the line which is one of my all-time favorite movies this is starring christian bale matt damon and this is about an american car designer carol shelby and driver ken miles battle corporate interference the laws of physics and their own personal demons to build a revolutionary race car for ford and challenge ferrari at the 24 hours of Le Mans in 1966. This looks great. Yeah. I don't know. The trail looks great. Christian Bale, arguably the best. I mean, I've been saying like best great actor. One of the best actors around. Christian Bale generally is one of the, the one of the better actors, arguably the best actor out right now. Mm. He's great. I put him up there with Leo, and I even think that he maybe even uh, be ahead of Leo, honestly, because just the intensity he brings. This movie, I will see it. I'm I'm going to probably see it twice because one will be to study it, one will be to enjoy it. Mm. This I this movie is gonna fucking bang. It's gonna I think this is gonna be a big Oscar contender. I'm really looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, James Mangold obviously is an incredibly talented director. Christian Bale he does whatever you know he has to do for a role. He'll lose weight. Um, he'll he'll do he'll do anything. So I'm I'm looking forward to this one as well. And like you said, this is a this is screaming Oscar. Brian Wong is not gonna like this pod because he said that you and I need to disagree more. Well, that's, I think that one of the reasons we started uh, the podcast is because we had similar movie tastes. So that's, that's yes. hard. That's a hard sell, Brian. This doesn't need to be uh Stephen A. Smith and uh, Max Kellerman or uh, who was the guy before Max Kellerman? Skip. Skip Bayless. Yeah, yeah. See that, then it just evolves into disagreeing for no reason. Well, I disagree with your chair. Yeah, me too. I'm I need squeaking. to replace it. I didn't like that. Fuck to, you. Need to pull an Antonio Brown and toss it off my balcony. <laughs> All right. Next up, the following weekend, uh, another banger of a movie that's coming out this year, the weekend of November twenty second, and that is Frozen Two, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah, Frozen Two. Anna, Elsa, Kristoff, Olaf, and Sven leave Arendelle to travel to an ancient autumn-found forest of an enchanted land. They set out to find the origin of Elsa's powers in order to save their kingdom. Mm-hmm. Obviously, starring Jonathan Groff, Kristen Bell, Evan Rachel Wood, uh, and Edina Manzel. Buddy, say no more. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, no everyone's going to go see this. Everyone saw Frozen. So it just, you know, I feel uh, hopefully there's not a let it go type song for all you parents, you know. I, I cannot. I, I cannot wait. <laughs> top five. Top five most anticipated for me of the year. Being hundred percent honest, it's probably number five. Mm. Really, I'm really fucking looking forward to this. I really like this. how the are like, yeah, we're not gonna just make a safe movie. This looks super different and interesting. This is like their Empire Strikes Back. Right. This is the dark, 
very serious like tone setting movie for them mm. yeah this is potentially the first movie my daughter will go see in the theater mm. uh, i've seen frozen no less than 100 times this past <laughs> year and i love it every time like, yeah. frozen is one of my favorite disney movies right up there with coco mm. uh, behind coco but right up there with coco mm. hell yeah going to see it probably see it opening weekend love it can't wait probably do you think it'll make a billion dollars no no i don't so i think it'll like get very close but i don't area. i don't think it, i don't think it has the pull of some of these other movies mm-hmm. that have been doing a billion yeah uh, I, I i just don't but i think it'll be close i think it'll be over maybe like 600 uh, uh, yeah that seems reasonable uh next up same weekend a movie that i'm actually curious i'm gonna get your take first a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, starring Tom Hanks, mm. based on the true story of real-life friendship between Fred Rogers and journalist Tom Junod. Surprisingly, only an hour and 47 minutes long, which is surprising to me. Mm. Brian, what you got for this movie? <laughs> so my initial like gut reaction to this movie was probably bad. It was probably not going to get like people to like me very much, but that's okay. It was like, I feel like Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers, and it's like, we get it, Tom Hanks. Like, you play every nice man that's ever existed. It's, we get it already. But uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, it's definitely one of those movies that's, like, coming off the heels of... Um, oh, what was the documentary with Mr. Rogers? Uh, uh, I think it was just called Mr. Rogers. I don't, I don't what remember. Was it, what's the name of this movie? A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah, I think it was called Won't You Be My Neighbor. Yep, yep, that's yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah, I was like, which one's called that? Um, I'm sure it'll be very good. I'm sure Tom Hanks will get nominated for an Oscar. It's almost like it's almost offensive to say because it's like Tom Hanks obviously kills it in the role, but it's like getting to the point where it's like I'm almost bored by how good Tom Hanks is as an actor. But uh, what's your take, buddy? Let me tell you something. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about this movie. <laughs> So good, you're on. I see so many people. Maybe I didn't watch Mr. Rogers enough as a kid, Mm -hmm. and and I love Tom Hanks, but like I don't give a fuck about this movie. I have no, I have no intention to see this movie unless it unless it gets nominated for Best Picture. When then I have a yearly thing where I see see every Best Picture. Uh, Tom Hanks playing a famous white guy. Yeah, right. Every fucking every nice white old man. Like Uh, Tom, like I said, I love Tom Hanks. He's one. He's great. He's obviously he's fucking Tom Hanks, Mm -hmm. but. I don't give a fuck about this movie. I, I didn't. I, I did, the documentary. I didn't really give a shit about. I see like grown men tweeting and shit like, oh, like crying already. Like this is bringing tears to my eyes. And I'm like, maybe, maybe because I'm a little younger and like maybe I just watch fuck it, like Sesame Street or like Recess. Those right. are two very different shows. No, I don't remember watching Mr. Rogers. I'm like, I just, I don't care. I remember I really just... watching it a decent amount, but it's also, like I said, it's like. I just want Tom Hanks to take a fucking risk. Being a be a villain in a movie or some shit, Tom Hanks like Oh man, Tom Hanks in the MCU. <laughs> God. I was like I was thinking like uh Leo and Django and Chain. I wanna see that style of a turn for Tom very Hanks. Very interesting. Like, that is I'm, on a real that's a very interesting prospect, yeah. yes. So uh but no, he's gonna keep playing like the hero, nice old guy in every movie forever, and keep getting nominated and winning Oscars, and I think I just have to accept that. Plus, you know, he just gets cast as like the, the villain in Black Panther two. <laughs> right. It should be, be so funny. I think like uh, I can't even remember a movie where he like took a non Tom Hanks role. Probably like 
but even like saving private ryan's like gritty but he's still like the ultimate good guy that, that's the thing is like he kind of just invented like his own category where like it's only him that can do it it's only tom hanks that gonna be in a tom hanks role yeah but it's because of him that it's now referred to like that like fucking sully like forrest gump is known as that because that's tom hanks i mean i really i feel like probably his last like risky like really out there role was uh philadelphia right he got, he got his oscar and he's like done with that shit like, Oh, yeah, see, so he played uh, Captain Phillips, like, buddy, Sully. like, relax, the post, yeah. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, it only being an hour and 47 minutes long helps, mm-hmm. like, with the chances I see it, but, like, I really, I just don't care. Sorry, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, this is going to really, be, uh, uh, just clip this part and just going to title it, Fuck Tom Hanks. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> next up is, uh, same weekend. 21 Bridges. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just talking about this for the pod. Uh, starring Chadwick Boseman, also featuring Taylor Kitsch and J.K. Simmons. Directed by Brian Kirk. Produced by the Russo Brothers, which mm-hmm. is probably the biggest um, draw to this other than Chadwick Boseman. A disgraced detective in, New York, in the New York City Police Department is given a shot at redemption. It kind of seems like it's like a uh, almost out of time type movie. Mm-hmm. Like he's running around the city trying to solve a crime. Uh... I don't know if this is an opening weekend type movie for me, but I, I, I'm intrigued by it. The Russo Brothers producing it really helps me out a lot. I'm, I'm interested. I'll see it. I'll definitely see this before Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. Not not before Frozen, but definitely <laughs> before Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I think it's tough to open against Frozen. I guess this is just for, like, adults who don't want to see Frozen. Um, I'm interested. I love, like, police st- detective movies. Um, Chadwick Boseman, I think, is a very good actor. J.K. Simmons, obviously, love him and everything. And, uh, yeah, I, I will see it eventually. I will not be seeing it opening weekend, I don't think. Right, but def- definitely rent it, for sure. Yep. This is, uh, next up, we have a movie that I guess I'll see, but uh, the director I'm not really the biggest fan of, and that is Knives Out. Knives Out, directed by directed and written by Ryan Johnson, starring Ana de Aramas. Chris Evans, Daniel Craig, mm. a detective investigates the death of a patriarch of an eccentric combative family. Mm-hmm. Looks interesting. Looks funny. Ryan Johnson, obviously, last movie was Last Jedi. We all know how we feel about that. Mm. Uh, this is a see it for me. It's a see it. I'm going to go see it. I don't know if I'll like it because I'm very iffy on Ryan Johnson now, even though, like, Looper was good. So I'm really just iffy on because of Star Wars. I'm still petty because of that. But, uh, yeah, Knives Out. Brian, how how we doing? How you feel about this? Um, so obviously I've talked in the past about really liking Ryan Johnson other than Star Wars. But my biggest problem with this movie, and it should speak to me because I love murder mysteries. I just said I love detective movies. But I felt like the trailer, it's like a 50-50 joke like landing or missing for me. And if that's the trailer, that's not good. The trailer should be hysterical if it's going to be a comedy, you know? Yeah. But yeah. that's also just me. That's also just my taste where it's like, uh, I know exactly what this joke's going to be. Oh, okay, this that joke was kind of weird and lame. Um, I don't know. I don't... I, it has a good cast, and it could be good, but I don't see myself seeing it. Yeah, really no more has to be said there. Uh, the same weekend, and this is the weekend. It's actually streaming on Netflix. It is being released in theaters on November 1st. And that is the Irishman, which, fella, the Irishman is the length of a of a miniseries. This fucking movie is three and a half hours confirmed, mm-hmm. 
confirmed three and a half hour long movie directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Jesse Plemons, and our boy Joe Pesci. Mm. A mob hitman recalls his possible involvement with the slaying of Jimmy Hoffa. We have a de aged uh, Robert De Niro, de aged um, uh, uh, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Uh, I will see this. I am not at all happy that it's three and a half hours long. <laughs> but that, that, it, but you can watch it at home, so you can pause it if you need to. Which I hate doing for movies, but mm-hmm. like three and a half hours. Is that longer than Return of the King? Uh, it's, I think it's it definitely is. like right there. I think it is, dude. That's a really fucking long movie. Yeah, this I, I'm guessing... Because one of the things when I saw Scorsese was making a Netflix movie, it's like, how, what did they do other than give him money? to come here and I guess it must have been like you can literally make this movie however the fuck you want I have a feeling I really don't know if he originally wanted to do this movie mm. like I, I don't know like how this all worked out how like if he he did the movie and then Netflix gave into the production I don't like I don't know all that because I don't think originally Netflix had the rights to oh, this oh interesting alright I, like, I, I could be I could be very wrong I don't remember I think that originally he was doing this movie he needed to get a distributor and eventually Netflix won the bid I could be wrong but three and a half hours, man. Fuck. Like, I, I thought about going to see this in the theater because I love the theater-going experience. Mm-hmm. There is 0% chance I go to see this in the theater three and a half hours yeah. long. You know what would happen if I went to see a three and a half hour movie? It would, uh, five minutes in, I would have to pee. And then I would try not to pee for the next three hours and not enjoy the film. It's just nuts. Like, yeah. that is, that's, that's, that's basically two movies. Like that's watching two movies back to back, which even then like summer, that's just, that's so long. That's, yeah. that's, that's crazy. And like once upon a time in Hollywood, I was like, all right, this is about the maximum. I'm okay with the movie being agreed. Yeah. yeah around like, around like even, even it, even it, it, it too is going to be challenging that at two hours and 59 mm-hmm. minutes or whatever it is. Yeah. It's that's a, really that's a long, long time to just like sit the Irish, in the movie theater. That's yeah. That's nuts. Like this would be like, like I remember when I was a kid, I was like Pearl Harbor is a long fucking movie. I think it's only like an, like two and a half hours. Right. And like now, I'll be like three and a half hours. Like holy shit. Mm. I know. Uh, I haven't I haven't watched Return of the King in theaters obviously since it came out. But like, I know that when I watch it at home, I definitely pause it because it's. Just I remember so Return long. of the King. I went and saw it with my grandfather. We must have gotten up and get ready to leave like four times in that fucking. Movie. <laughs> Not because like not no because, yeah the, the not because it sucks yeah. because we kept thinking it was over. Mm-hmm. It was like all right, this is three. This has been three hours like, and they kept cutting and fading away. And then they would go to the next thing. I'm like, holy shit, this is a long fucking movie. Yeah. And the Irishman, I, I, there's no way I can go to the theater to do it. I just can't. That's like, the world's going on around you, man. Three and a half hours of the theater. Mm-hmm. That's fucking. That's nuts. But all the power to him. I think this would be another Oscar contender unless it fucking stinks, which I, I'm on the fence. I don't think it will be though. But the uh, the Irishman, November twenty seventh on Netflix, three and a half hours, mm. buddy. Whoa. All right. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna see it on Netflix and review it, so there's no reason to say I'm not gonna see it. You know. Yep. Uh, the next movie we have up, actually jumping two weeks, is Jumanji: The Next Level, which I kind of forgot was even coming out this year until I was pulling this list up. Uh, a team of friends return to Jumanji to re- rescue one of their own, but discover that nothing as they expected. The players need to to brave parts unknown from arid deserts to snowy mountains in order to escape the world's most dangerous game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is obviously starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kerry Gillian, Aquafina, Kevin Hart. Also has da- uh, uh, our boy, um, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Danny DeVito. What the fuck? Oh. How can I forget Danny DeVito's name? It's a national treasure. Yes. Uh, don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck about this movie. 
Danny DeVito, even though Always Sunny is my all-time favorite show, mm-hmm. will not will not be seeing this movie in the theater. That I can guarantee you. Yeah, same page there. I have no interests. Uh, not much more for me to say about that one. Uh, I thought that the last Jumanji was. I I I might even put it ahead of Avatar. Maybe the most overrated movie ever. Ooh. Just based on like the money it made and just mm-hmm. how like how insane it did and how it was basically sold out for like four straight weekends. Like did not get it. I waited to see it at home. I'm like I don't get it. This is fine. I, I like saw myself checking my watch. If I ever have to check my watch in the movie, yeah. that's it. I have no interest in this movie. Yeah. And I certainly have no fucking interest in that. And with that, let's jump over to the uh, one of the weekends that really matter, and that is December twentieth which is the weekend that Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker is being released. No explanation really needed. Directed by J.J. Abrams. Stars Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, Donald Gleeson. Uh, obviously see it. I don't know what else to say. We just talked about it when we saw the trailer. <laughs> this is this, this is it. This is, uh, this is it for the Skywalker saga. This is the cap, really, to the Star Wars uh, story that we all know and love. Mm. I think that J.J. Abrams is going to nail it. I think it's going to be a super fan service movie, and I'm just going to fucking eat it up. Mm. And I just, I can't wait. I I would be shocked if this is if this gets really bad reviews. If they're like this is not good, I would be shocked because I think this is another movie that I think is very tough to fuck up. Mm. And I think there are going to be people that are going to be mad. If it's not what they want. Mm. But yeah, this is Star Wars. I'm going to see it regardless of the Last Jedi. And Brian, I got a feeling you'll have a very similar thought. Brian Wong. Yeah. Brian Wong. Uh, yeah, obviously I'm going to see it. The real question is, uh, what damage did the Last Jedi do to moviegoers? Or uh, conversely, if if this is amazing, will people just not give a shit about their resentment for Last Jedi and still go out and see it? I think if the hype didn't come back with with this D23 trailer, mm. it will when the movie comes out. I think around the time. Cause I'm still gonna, I'm still, I'll still probably see this every night of the weekend, like I have done for the past right. uh, two, three Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. uh, with the ex- uh, exception of Solo. Mm-hmm. I, I will, I will buy tickets to one night in IMAX, one night in regular theater. Um, I don't know. I if it has any impact, it's very minimal. Because mm-hmm. you'll still get the uh, the keyboard warriors saying that there's no way they're seeing this. That Ryan Johnson and uh, Kathleen Kennedy all ruined Star Wars, which like, yeah, Dylan, you don't understand. There's some. There are a lot of YouTube channels that are relying on this being bad so they can make another five years of bitching about Star Wars. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> I I know. Uh, shout out, check out Wicked Good Everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Star Wars, I really can't wait. I, I'm really looking forward to us getting the, the actual final full trailer, which will be coming out when the tickets are released or mm-hmm. somewhere sometime around middle of uh, October. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I can't fucking wait. What's next? Next up, same weekend. Tough weekend. Same uh, weekend. These other, what the fuck? These other two movies. And, buddy, that's Cats. <laughs> cats. <laughs> a tribe of cats oh called the Jellicles must decide yearly which one will ascend to the heavenside lair and come back to the new Jellicle life. Uh, it's a musical, obviously, starring Idris Elba, Rebel Wilson, James Corden, Julie Andrews, uh, Taylor Swift. Wow. I certainly will not be seeing this the weekend it comes out. I, I love musicals. I'm a sucker for musicals. Mm. I will be the first to admit that. I have very low expectations for this movie, and I really think it's actually going to be a train wreck. And the animation just looks freaky. But uh, I will see it, as mentioned. And uh, we'll not see it that weekend. But, yeah, Brian, cats. Yeah, man. I mean, just tough draw for Star Wars um, to be up against this juggernaut. Um, 
this movie will make money because there are furries who exist and they will be seeing this movie. I will not be seeing it though. I I don't don't know anything about the show cats uh, other than it's like a punchline. Like I don't get it. The movie looks creepy. Mm -hmm. Like it just looks very creepy. Like I heard cats is basically a story that has no story. Uh, That's cats. It's musical. People are going to be seeing it. All the Swifties are going to be going. All the people that are are, going to be trying to fuck Idris Elba's cat Mm -hmm. are going to be going. Yeah. Um, It's it's going to be huge. Rule 34. It's all over this. Um, Dude, what the fuck? I remember when I saw the trailer, I like legitimately questioned if I was like hallucinating. It's like they they wouldn't make this right. And then, no. They did this do sexualized cat singing. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. All right. Um. So what's the other movie opening this weekend? Oh, sorry, that's it. So actually, oh, there was only two because uh, we are now on to Christmas Day, and the movie that I thought was last week that weekend, but it's actually Christmas Day. <laughs> is Little Women, who was directed by Greta Gerwig, starring Florence Pugh, mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet, Emma Watson, and I'm forgetting one more person that's in this, but I forgive me. Uh, four Sisters Coming of Age in America in the Aftermath of the Civil War, Little Women, a movie that's probably redone like three or four times. It was a book. Greta Gerwig, she did Later Bird, which I know you liked Love it. a lot. Yeah. Uh, Greta Gerwig, I think, is a great director. I'm I'm surprised she's doing it like, like a adaptation slash reboot mm. of little women it seems like she she her and her own written stuff i uh, really crushed it with ladybird i'm sorry uh um what's her name from ladybird is also in this movie oh uh sorcerer uh Ronan, i think yeah. is how you say her name uh she was she's also great. In this movie, right? she's really talented she's basically starring in this she's mm. her and timothy shelling had the love interest uh with each other emma watson obviously a huge name points pew Midsummer, who I just mentioned, who's also in the Black Widow movie, she is on the up and coming. Mm-hmm. She is fucking great. So I, I will. Yeah, sorry, you go. go. No, go, you go first. I I, I wasn't actually too interested in seeing this, but now that I know that Source uh, Shorsey Ronan is in it, I actually might see it because I've like I've really liked everything she's done. Brooklyn, Lady Bird are two like movies I think are very under. Well, actually, Lady Bird got it. A lot of credit, but I thought Brooklyn was super good because of her, and now I'm interested. I'm intrigued, Dylan. I, I think this has potential to be an Oscar contender, too, if mm. it doesn't suck. So that will be another reason I will see it. Mm. Um, another movie coming out Christmas Day that you previously mentioned, uh, the World War One epic 1917, mm. directed by Sam Mendes, starring Richard Madden, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Teresa Mahoney. Uh, 1917, two young British soldiers during the First World War are given an impossible mission to deliver a message deep in the enemy territory that will stop their own men and Blake's own father, own brother from walking straight into a deadly trap. Uh, I'm going to see it. I actually think this looks very good. Mm-hmm. Sam uh, Mendes also. I think this looks very good. World War II, a World category War. not... World War War, I'm sorry, World War One, a category not really shown in cinema all that much i i'm i'm really much looking forward to this on christmas day this this is probably the movie i would pick out Mm. out of the out of the four gotcha um i don't know like i only watched the trailer once and for some reason i was just in a bad mood but i was like i have a gut feeling that this is gonna be bad but i could be completely wrong too so uh i'll i'll rewatch that trailer and i'll get back to you on it because that was my first impression was uh this sucks yeah. I don't know why, though. I just, my mind was just like, yeah, this is bad. All right. Um, 
Yeah, there you go, Brian Wong. Yeah. Little, he got he got one, Brian. Screaming. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Brian. I think he's going to be great. Um, all right, next up, that also comes out Christmas Day. And I honestly don't know if this is a Netflix movie or not. I'm actually, I don't remember. Uh, this is Uncut Gems, starring Adam Sandler and Julia Fox. No, Kevin Garnett. I don't know if that means the basketball player. I haven't. I honestly haven't seen the trailer. I've not seen the trailer for that either. Let's let's say it is Kevin Garnett, the basketball player, Celtics legend. Uh, Kevin you know Garnett. what? Let's pa- let's pause the pod real quick and watch the trailer. Okay, that's only fair. So we will be back in two seconds. Okay, so we found out there's no trailer yet, so we can't confirm or deny whether or not that is Kevin Garnett, Celtics legend. Um, yeah, no trailer. We did not just watch the trailer. No. Uh, there was no trailer for this movie yet. We watched a YouTube video of Adam Sandler chasing mm-hmm. a woman down the street, which is all we have from this. Uh, Brian, I'm going to say skip it because yeah. this movie's coming out on Christmas. It's the only movie of all the movies we just named that are in we'll, the other movie we'll be naming after this that don't have a trailer yet. Mm-hmm. This has the potential to be very, very bad. Yeah. If an Adam Sandler movie, which is either coming to Netflix or not coming to Netflix, doesn't have a trailer yet. Mm-hmm. I saw this in a couple people's, uh, Things for one of the more movies they're anticipating for 2019. Wow. Uh, this movie is two hours and 15 minutes long, set in a diamond district of New York City. Howard Ratner, who I'm assuming is Adam Sandler, a jewelry store owner and dealer to the rich and famous, must find a way to pay his debts when his merchandise is taken from one of his top sellers and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like it could potentially be a more serious movie for Adam Sandler because it's listed as a comedy, crime, and drama. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to make of this. It's Adam Sandler, so that's really the only thing that's interesting to me. I, this could suck. And two hours and 50 minutes long seems like it could potentially be more on the serious side, mm-hmm. but two hours and 50 minutes long is long for an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Although given um, uh, Funny People, one of my more underrated movies, love Funny mm-hmm. People. It was like, I think it was around like two and a half hours long. Yeah. I thought it was great. It was good, yeah. Yeah, that's actually a really decent movie. You're right. A lot of no one talks about it, but... uh yeah, man, I can't say whether I'm going to see this or not because I don't know anything about it, including whether or not Kevin Garnett is in it. <laughs> Sounds like legend. Uh, well, uh, to be to be determined. Uh, hey, yeah, Dylan, anything's possible, you know. Uncut gems, mm. uh, 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 undecided, not available. And our final movie that we will be uh, talking about in this list, since I'm sure Brian Wong is ready to get off the pod, <laughs> and that is Spies in Disguise. The animated movie, coming, I think from DreamWorks. Mm. Uh, when the world's best spy is turned into a pigeon, he must rely on his nerdy tech officer to save the world. This is starring Tom Holland, our boy, mm. Karen Gillian, Will Smith, Ben Mendelsohn, Rashida Jones. Um, Will Smith is the spy in question, and Tom Holland is his nerdy tech officer. Uh, this is the... I Fuck this movie. <laughs> yeah, okay, this looks awful. What like he gets turned into a bird and that's it? Like, yeah, and like honestly, the beginning of the trailer, I was like, yeah, this could be fun. Will Smith in this animated spy movie, and they're like, but he's actually a bird now. And it's like, yeah, this looks awful. No thanks. This, this, the premise of this movie. Now that I'm actually talking about it and thinking, about, this is a fucking absurd <laughs> premise to a movie. Yeah. He's a spy who drinks like a slurp, mm-hmm. and he gets turned into a bird. Now he's a bird spy. Mm-hmm. What? Fuck! Fuck this movie. <laughs> I will not see this movie in the theaters. Yeah. No, no, I don't care if Tom Holland's in it or not. That what a dumb premise for a movie. I can't, I can't disagree with you. When a world's best turned into a pigeon, yeah, he's not even like a sparrow. He's a fucking pigeon. 
he must rely on his nerdy tech officer to save the world. It's, he could be turned into like, I don't know, uh, anything other than a pigeon. I don't even have anything funny to say. Just make a f- fun spy movie, animated spy movie with Will Smith. That feels like they could have had something there. I'm exiting out of my browser. Fuck this <laughs> All right, so I'm, was... I'm seeing. I... I'm putting uncut gems ahead of that movie. Fuck that. Yeah, you know what? I'll be seeing because this is two weeks after Star Wars. Probably Star Wars again. So. Well, maybe that's when I'll go see Little Women. Yeah. When fucking spies and the pigeons comes out. <laughs> oh man! All right, so that was the last one. That is it. That is 2019. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to reevaluating 1917 because you think it's going to be very good. So. Ooh, buddy, back. I got one thing to say. Ooh, Ooh. I just found out that Lake of Stanfield is in. Uncut gems, like a Stanfield from Atlanta, also from Sorry to Bother You. Ah, all right. One of the a very very good actor. Mm. Awesome. He's he's awesome in Atlanta. Was also very good in in Sorry to Bother You. I highly recommend that movie to you, Brad. That's a oh, very yeah. Weird, yeah I'll check it out. Different movie. I think it's on actually on Hulu. Check it out. Cool. Uh, like a Stanfield, very good. I'm actually now a little more intrigued by Uncut Gems, also because I fucking hate that Spies in Disguise movie. <laughs> it made you somehow change your opinion on Uncut Gems. Also, that's an A24 movie. Oh, oh man. Hmm. This movie's coming together. It, it, so it's, it is a Netflix movie. It is an A24 Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. What, Uncut Gems. Rewind the tape. I'm, I'm back in on Uncut Gems. I now see what why people were saying they're looking forward to this. A24, who can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Lake Stanfield and Adam Sandler. And it's going to be on Netflix for free. And I'm back Celtics in on legend movie. Kevin Garnett. And Celtics legend Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Brian, I'm, I'm back. I, I'm actually not really looking forward to this movie. <laughs> All right. I still need to see a trailer before I can say anything definitively one way or another. All right, that's it. Now that's the year. Uncut <laughs> Gems. Looking forward to it. All right. Well, what do you want to add anything else before we do our sign-off and all that? That That's it. This has not been an easy episode. I appreciate everybody everybody hanging out. I appreciate, Brian, you letting me put you on hold for like 10 minutes. It's always, I run away from my house. Don't, don't even worry about it. Dylan, where can they find you online? Uh, DJ Clubber Lang on Twitter uh, with two B's and Clubber. That's all you, Lang, as in DJ Clubber Lang. Uh, that's all you need to find me. You don't need anything else. You don't need information on me. All right, and then I believe next episode we are going to cover Mindhunters. I think I think we potentially maybe a, a dual episode. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think I think we're gonna be doing Mindhunter and maybe maybe it. Oh uh, right, where shit. Yeah, that's right. I think I think maybe yeah, I think maybe we're definitely gonna be doing Mindhunter and then we're gonna definitely gonna be doing it. Whether it's the same week, I don't know. Mm. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's I think a lot of the movies are really starting to roll out mm. starting uh, next weekend. Uh, starting with it, mm. so so uh, yeah. who knows? Maybe you guys will get two shorter podcasts so we can focus each. You know. We can film at one time, but film them back to back. I, I do. Uh, I do also want to note. I think that I will not reveal what it is, but I would. I will. I would say check out Wicked Good Everything around Halloween time mm-hmm. for something that we're collaborating on. We're getting we're getting ready to put together right now with some other some other personalities that we're. It's going to be an all hands on deck. It's. From what it's I, I'm thinking. I'm not going to say it's going to be the biggest thing we've done, mm-hmm. but I think production wise and just having all all it's like it's like our Avengers movie, right? Tevin, everyone put together. This is this is what we get. Everything's been building to. Mm. We're all going to be in the same room. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be very cool. Yeah, we're, we're I, here I, I can't wait. I'm excited also for all the planning and stuff. Honestly, agree. That's what same I here. get into is like putting it all together. But uh, you guys will see that sooner than later. Honestly, it's only what like 60 days till Halloween. Yep. So uh, yeah, check 
make sure you subscribe one to this channel wicked podcast we're over 10 subscribers Dylan. we did it okay. it happened um yeah make sure you check out that we had an episode of better radio dylan will be coming on better radio soon well and which is i'm so excited for that and uh you can follow me on twitter at the fake bmar that's b-m-a-r-r you can follow the channel on twitter at wg everything on instagram at wicked get everything on twitch at twitch.tv slash wicked everything main channel of course youtube.com slash wicked get everything and when we get to 100 subscribers we'll make the youtube.com slash uh wicked good podcast but for now it's youtube.com slash a ton of random letters and numbers so but uh yeah thank you guys so much for watching and have a great rest of your day. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I, I, I want to shout out too quickly. Um, your guys' Overwatch coverage has been has been great. I've been I something I, I know nothing about, but I've been tuning into it. and It's been a lot of fun. Oh, and I I will let them know because uh, yeah, it's hard. Um, you know, when we started it off, there there weren't a lot of people covering the preseason of Overwatch, so we were getting like really good numbers. But then all the big established channels started covering the league once it started up again. And yep. we just, it's been a struggle. So, hey, if you guys also like it, watch it so that we do it again next year. Because right now, honestly, we're not looking like we're going to do it again next year. So. Oh, well, that, I'm um, sorry to hear that. <laughs> okay. Uh, but right, hey, we'll, unless, we'll people keep, unless people come in. Watch. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. All right, baby, that's it. Thanks for sticking around. Shout out Brian Wong. Love you. Bye.